for that. They only see what they want to see, and if they don't want to see it, or they don't, they don't want to, I guess, have that feeling of something that proves against their beliefs, mm -hmm. they're just going to ignore it. Or the brain or the ego automatically just shuts it off or ignores yeah. it. And it's good that it does that sometimes, but yeah. I mean, when someone's trying to change or you need to open up your, you know, your thoughts, that's, that sucks. Hey guys, it's Troy here. James here. So. <laughs> hey guys, it's Troy here. And it's James here. Hey, today we're here to talk about a very, um, you know, a topic that really impacts all of us. How often have you been in a scenario where you got into a heated debate with someone that, you know, was, that sort of disproved your, you know, your beliefs or made you question your beliefs? And you know, you ended up doing a bunch of research, you gathered all of this data, and then you went back and you, you talked to them about it, but then they, you know, only to be proven that, you know, there's another way to think about it, right? They had their own supporting evidence and you know this this might look like you know someone saying, you know, cell phones cause cancer, right? And you did all this research and then they proved that, you know. There were studies that showed that cell phones don't cause cancer, right? Or maybe you've been in a scenario where you have gotten feedback from, you know, your spouse, a teacher, you know, a coach, someone, uh, you know, maybe a superior even, right? And you just couldn't see eye to eye with them. And after you thought about it and you reflected on it, you realize that maybe they do have a point, right? The point is, is that this really impacts all of us. And the reason why we have these experiences and a big reason why we, you know, don't grow and transform as quickly as we want to is because of confirmation bias, right? And James is going to talk about what confirmation bias yeah. is. Okay. Uh, confirmation bias is basically the tendency for people like us to search for information or interpret information a certain way that affirms our beliefs already. So um, tons of stories about this, very recent ones, maybe when we're younger too, like even in university arguing with friends. We only search for stuff that supports our argument and not theirs. So this happens pretty much all the time and I think confirmation bias is good and bad to an extent. Mm -hmm. It helps us, you know, make have shortcuts in our minds where we can actually find information easily. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it almost like it simplifies our understanding of the world and allows us to really, you know, maneuver and navigate through it uh, quickly, right? So that we don't have to get, you know, we don't hit these roadblocks every time we encounter something, right? And I think that all of us have, you know, certain personal experiences where you know this was really applicable and sometimes you know these or oftentimes we do this subconsciously right sometimes we do it do it consciously and we just you know we we you know just think it's a normal practice but you know talk to us about like some of the experiences that you've had yeah um i guess a big one that happened recently is like I posted, I bought a new car, right? Yeah. So, I mean, posted on Instagram, I had a huge caption explaining what the car meant to me and why I was posting yeah. it. 
but I got a ton of direct messages on Instagram from a lot of people that I guess see me as someone that's never going to change, that's mm -hmm. always going to be materialistic and automatically they said, oh, so yeah, I thought you weren't being about, you're not about this materialistic life, yeah. you're not chasing money, materials or anything, but you bought a nice car like that. Yeah. And my, I guess, argument or my response was, I like nice stuff. Yeah. I'm not materialistic. I still like nice stuff though. I'm not mm -hmm. buying mindlessly like I used to, mm -hmm. but to them, they're like, you're never going to change. You're gonna be materialistic to me all the time. Right. That confirmed their belief about me already. Right. And at that point, I was, yeah. I guess I didn't really care. Yeah. Like, you can think whatever you want. Yeah. It's almost like they're, you know, viewing you through a certain lens, and yeah. they really couldn't see outside of that. They right? got tunnel vision for a certain Yeah. Way. Tunnel yeah. vision, and you know, their their judgment and their assessment is just clouded, yeah. right? Clouded with these, you know, these biases and, you know, things that they've collected to support that argument but they don't really see all of the other things that you have been doing you know all of the growth that you've been going through and you know it's frustrating to, yeah, to encounter that they only see what they want to see and if they don't want to see it or they don't they don't want to i guess have that feeling of something that proves against their beliefs mm -hmm. they're just going to ignore it or the brain or the ego automatically just shuts it off or ignores yeah. it and it's good that it does that sometimes, but yeah. I mean, when someone's trying to change or you need to open up your, you know, your thoughts, that's, that sucks. Yeah, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. And, you know, I've had a personal experience like this as well too, you know, more, more closely to me. Like I've had, you know, my girlfriend, for instance, you know, she, she would tell me all the time, like, hey, you spend way too much time, you know, at work, at the office, you know, working on these projects, but you don't spend enough time on the relationship. You don't spend enough time on us, right? And for me, it's kind of like, I was like, no, no, that's not the case, right? You know, like we spend so much time together and I would just come up with all of these different arguments, like, hey, remember that time we spent time together, you know, on Wednesday or last Friday, or, you know, the time that we spent together, you know, last month when we went on a trip, you know, and, you know, when we, when we get this way and we become too tunnel visioned on, you know, one belief, especially when it's, especially when it's close to, it's, it's close to the ego, right? Yeah. Or, or it's associated with the ego. I think it's really hard for us to let go of it, yeah. right? And, you know, it's, it's tough, man. Like, it's like, it's like you so badly want to be right and you want to be like, hey, yeah, you know, you see, right? Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I think I told you before we started filming, um, the, the medication, mm -hmm. tried nine different kinds. And then when someone, this one I felt like was working, I felt like it. So yeah. then someone at work said, oh, something's different about you. Yeah. That confirmation bias kicked in. It's like, then I told myself, oh, I think it's working. Yeah. yeah but I don't know. It's only been a week yeah. <laughs> or two weeks, I think, since I started it. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. It's, and you know, it's amazing what, um, like how our minds can, can play tricks on us. Yeah. Right. And you know, I, I think of the brain as, you know, this this really efficient machine that wants to, you know, wants to do things efficiently. And, you know, when we have, you know, I think they, there's a quote that says that there's like, we go through like 70,000 different stimuluses in a day, right? Yeah. Stimuli, right? And, you know, in order for our brain to navigate and sift through all of this, 
and you know actually allow us to function we have to be able to hold these these biases but they can impact our judgment yeah. right and they can also impact our lives so how have you been able to to deal with these uh really good question how did i deal with the biases mm -hmm. any biases um it's hard like for me too because i still think about like i want to be right all the time it's just, i have a huge ego mm -hmm. i don't know about you but my everyone knows i have the biggest ego <laughs> in my family so i never i never want to be wrong but i mean yeah. how i do it is i usually um if i'm having an argument with you yeah. or a friend I would try to understand their argument more. Right. And if their argument sucks, which usually does, <laughs> in my opinion, I would try to form an argument for them, like the right. strongest argument on their side. Right. So instead of just being that straw man and saying, oh, picking, like, you know, poking holes at their argument, I would find their strongest argument and then I could work against that if I yeah. am correct, right? Yeah. So that's really helped me to understand, okay, this guy thinks this way because this is probably what it is. Mm -hmm. And then now, that even with that confirmation bias, I can confirm that I am right, maybe. Right. <laughs> if, I can, if I can argue against their argument, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the things I've done before, but going back to like the 70,000, I guess, stimulants we get, yeah, like we, our brains go on automatic, autopilot mm -hmm. all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's that saying we do, we make about 35,000 conscious decisions a day. Mm -hmm. And after 70, we get decision fatigue. Right. So I mean, these biases help us to navigate those automatic things, right? right. So yeah, no doubt, man. And you know, I, I think like for for me, you know, one thing that I've been trying to become more conscious of is that it's easy for us to judge, you know, judge things in the moment. Yeah. Right. It's. And it's because of that that autopilot mode that you describe, right? We just like we hear something, and if it doesn't if it doesn't align with what we believe or our values, or it conflicts with our interests or our ego, right? Then we're just like, nope, like that must not be true. Like there's like uh, we're we just go into this defensive mode, right? And I think that a strong sign of emotional intelligence is when you're able to not judge things in the moment when you're able to actually remove yourself from that situation so that you can actually interpret and process and reflect and you know think about the scenario and think about the different possibilities with it and then come up with a more much more you know, informed decision or come up with a much more informed you know evaluation of the scenario right so it's so challenging because when when again when it impacts your ego you're like you're like you're ready to go right you're ready to defend yourself and especially when things get emotional or things yeah. get heated it's even easier to you know just forget all of that and be like no like like i know i'm right i <laughs> let's solve this right yeah. now let's deal with yeah. it and, and get it over with right and when you're when you're busy and you have a lot on your mind or you're stressed out it's even easier to to do do these things so not saying that i definitely have not perfected this but i think one thing that i'm trying to do is just trying to be able to remove myself from these situations when I know it's not you know when I know there's even a slight possibility right and just come back to it and reflect on it yeah I think I got an argument with someone I'm seeing now um, not really an argument it was yesterday yeah and I said something to kind of like upset her in a way and I I guess like for me I want to know Yo, what's, what's wrong what's wrong you know what I mean they say nothing's wrong I'm, nothing's wrong but you know something's wrong yeah. 
And uh, like what ended up happening was, I guess like she wanted me to open up first. So I told her, okay, I have something to tell you, but I need some time to think about it. So I took myself out of that situation and told her, I need to put some thought into what I'm going to say first before mm -hmm. I say it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to come off the wrong way. Yeah. So, I mean, that's also another thing, like being more mindful of like how you think you're going to come off. Mm -hmm. and meditation helps with like the confirmation bias as yeah. well. So you take yourself out and then you see your thought just kind of sitting there and you could see, oh, that thought is wrong or right. something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think what it really boils down to, you know, these different, these different um, strategies to try to minimize the amount of confirmation bias we go through. Because again, it's like, you know, we were talking about this before this shoot, but it's, it's almost impossible to completely get rid of confirmation bias because we, we need it in order to navigate through life. Can you imagine if we, in going through, you know, the 70,000 stimulus and not being able to use some, some lens to be able to efficiently go through it. So these strategies really just, you know, boil down to being able to take ourselves outside of, you know, our, our, um, outside of the situation, view it from, you know, somewhat of a more objective standpoint or from another person's, a third person's standpoint and being able to empathize and understand how someone else could have a certain perspective or, you know, um, an evaluation. And I think one thing that, one thing that has really helped me in, in doing that is just knowing that ultimately what it, what it comes down to is that our, our experiences and the way that we think and the way that we, the, our behaviors, they all come from our past experiences, yeah. right? Uh, sometimes it's childhood experiences, sometimes it's experiences that we've, you know, traumatizing experiences that we've had in our adult life or adolescence or what have you, or, you know, ultimately these experiences shape the way that we, that we think and that we, the way that we view the world, right? And our understanding of the world. And I think that that helps me gain some peace of mind because I know that I know that it's not the other person trying to like you know um, they don't have any ill intent yeah they don't have any ill intent I think they just they're they're feeling a certain way and they're just mm -hmm. letting me know I think this and I feel this way about it and then I guess with the confirmation bias or whatever biases that we have we're gonna argue against it because you feel like you're right yeah right but yeah I'm, yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's like it's uh, <laughs> I think it's one of those things that it's sort of um, it's a work in progress, and you you can you'll never perfect it, but you always as long as you're aware and you're actually consciously trying to improve on it, you always get a little bit better with it, right? I think um, this might sound pessimistic, but I mean, yeah, we're we're a race that has known to screw things up. Our, like our species screws everything yeah. up. So I mean, look at the environment, yeah. right? <laughs> and now we're acting, we're trying to be proactive with it, but I yeah. mean, it's we're very reactive. So yeah. I mean, that's the same thing, like the biases that we have. It's just, just a very natural thing for us to do, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's, that's who we are. But being able to pull yourself back, that's the high, you talked about EQ before, right? Mm -hmm. High EQ, being able to pull yourself back from that. Right. And trying to understand what this person's feeling. Why are they talking to me about this? Like with your girlfriend, why yeah. is she telling me that I don't spend enough time on this relationship? Yeah. And then understanding that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I think that's all I, I had in terms of how I how I navigate through these situations. What about what about yourself? Well, I, I guess that is it. But the big thing is just understanding you can't get rid of biases, mm -hmm. even though you think you're not biased. We're all we all have flawed minds to mm -hmm. an extent. 
no one is really objective either. That's mm -hmm. what I want to get to because we all have these biases that is formed from our experiences and, yeah. and people we've met so that when we think we're objective, we're actually only objective to what we think is right. right. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. We're, we're emotional creatures, right? We're not, we're not, we weren't put on this earth to not experience emotions because, well, we wouldn't be, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't be human. <laughs> so I, that's all that we have, guys. Uh, you know, if you haven't tried these strategies already, try them out and, you know, let us know what you think, right? I, we're always interested in hearing whether or not they're helpful and share with us, you know, what strategies you guys are personally using to, to navigate through these biases as well. Until next time.